We turn to the gospel according to Matthew. Gospel according to Matthew. Hmm. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16. Chapter 16, beginning at verse 13. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea of Philippi, he asked his disciples a question, saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am. They said, some said that you are John the Baptist. Some said that you are the reincarnation of Elijah. Others says you are Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. He said unto them, but whom say you? that I am. Simon Peter answered, said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. 
I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's it. That's it. That's it. The, the vision, the, 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 the series is going to be called God's Mission and Vision for His Church. But today, I, I just got, just going to entitle it, Whom Do You Say He Is? Whom Do You Say He Is? Father, even now, Father, even now, if you will, Lord, if you will, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The more I learn about the human body and the way we function, the way the body, the emotion, the mind, the spirit works together, the more in awe I am of God <laughs> all the time. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. As Psalms 139 says. I mean, scientists are still trying to figure out all the mechanism and how everything fits and works together. Teachers are, are trying to figure out that all of us learn differently. And, and, and if I just give you information, you will probably just remember only 10% of what I speak. But in the learning, there, there, there need to be a, a collaboration, a, a joining together of emotion and experience. And when that happens, you never forget that experience. Jesus used that method in his teaching all the time. And, 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 and as I was thinking about this, it took me back to when I was a little boy. Uh, for some crazy reason, I, I, was, I, I saw honey, and I never tasted honey before. And I saw somebody make a honey and, 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 and toast and butter sandwich. I thought that honey was like jelly. And I like toast with butter and grape jelly. So I fixed me some toast in the toaster I smeared my butter over it, made sure it was, it was good and melted. And I went and got some honey, and I poured it on thick. I never tasted honey. And I took a big bite of my toast, butter, and honey sandwich. I got so sick at the stomach. Did you know that that experience still affects me today? When I smell honey, my memory goes back 
When I see honey in a grocery store, my memory goes. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if somebody says honey, my memory goes. It is etched in my memory. Not just from what I heard, but from what I smelled, what I tasted, how I reacted to just tasting Honey, everybody know what I'm talking about. There's smells that will send you back. There's songs that will send you back. There's a name, there's a sight, there's an experience that is connected to your memory. That at the name, that at the sight, that at the smell, at the hear, it sends you Did you know that that is really the best way of teaching something where it will stick? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Here Jesus is, and he is taking his disciples to Caesarea of Philippi. I mean, this is from their journey. This is over a 25-mile walk. It's in the northern coast of Israel. Nobody, not the Jews, go to Caesarea and Philippi. I mean, it's not just a road. You're doing some steep climbing to get there. They're wondering, where in the world, what is Jesus up to? What? What is he doing? Where is he taking? Why are we going out of the way? What is he doing? We're tired. We're climbing. And we're climbing up steep hills and mountainous areas. And it's rock. And it's dangerous. And Jesus just keeps on going. And, and, and you know, I, I think that the disciples can say, no, he's not. He's not taking us there. I know he's not taking us there. Taking us where? Caesarea Philippi was known to be a place of Demonic worship. I mean, this morning about 3 o'clock, I Googled Caesarea Philippi. I know the story, but I want to see what would come up. And even today, if you go to Israel, you can go to a tour. And in the tour, what you see is Caesarea at this particular place. It is, it is a spring that actually supplies the Jordan River. Matter of fact, at the mouth of the spring is a place where, where this clear water comes out. And in the background, you see rock. Where this, this mountain area, Mount Hermon is there. And, and in the background is just a, a sheer, straight up cliff where it is rock and, and, and it just surrounds it. Then there's a cave over to the right. The mouth of the cave is literally called the Gate of Hades. Even back then. So, so when it says the gates of hell shall not prevail, he's not just making a reference, but he is literally talking about the little place of a mouth of a cave where the spring shoots up out of. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you Google it, it will show you this. There, there, there's rock there, and even out of the rock, the water seems to be coming up through the rock. 
Then if you look, you see how that is cut out? Within the rock, there are cut out places. There's shelves. There's openings. There's cracks where people literally had to take instruments and chisel out. That's where they used to place their figuring gods. For the Jewish, the seat of evil was at Caesarea Philippi. At that cave in three centuries ago, A.D., the Israelites used to worship Baal. Baal was the fertility god that supplied crops, who blessed the crop, they thought. And they tell us that that when it was wintertime, it was because Baal and Astria, who also was a fertility god, went there and went to hell from there. So the cave is where they went in. And in order to get them out the blessed the next year, you know what they used to do? Mm-hmm. A blood sacrifice. Yes, sir. Preach, Benny. They used to take their babies yes, and they would throw the baby in the cave. And they would wait to see if blood comes in the water. If it did, that sacrifice was rejected. So they took another live baby and Listen to me. The disciples and every Jew knew what that place stood for. If you go there today, you still see the cave, the screen, you see the carvings, you see and feel. Listen, somebody said, but all that was fake. Yeah, it was fake, but listen to Paul. He says that they are doctrines of devils. Which means in that the devil and his imps place that type of thinking in the mind of man. And they were behind it causing influence. Apparently, whatever Jesus has to teach them, he needs them to hear the water. He needs them to smell the water. He needs them to experience the fear. Because this place really represented their fear. It represented not just their fear, it represented the world view of that day. And he stands there with his disciples. He, He stands in front of the cave in front of that which is back, it's rock that you stand on, it's an opening, you hear the water, you hear the birds, you smell it, you see it, you feel it. Then he asked the most important question that he could ask. Notice what he says first. Whom do the outsiders say I am? What is the world saying Jesus is? Everybody got an opinion about Jesus, but everybody's opinion isn't right. It 
don't know. Folks are talking about Jesus all the time. There's folks who don't even believe that he's real. There's, 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 there's a whole lot of <laughs> I was working with a man and we would talk about the Lord. We would talk about, we would talk about how good he is. And he was going to church every Sunday. But I sensed that something was wrong. I could not figure out what was wrong. I mean, he was going to a Methodist church. He, he, he was part of working in the church. He, he was doing a lot of stuff in the church. But even though we was talking, there was, I, I said, Lord, show me what's wrong. So one day we were talking about Jesus. And I, and I, I, I just, for some reason, asked him, I said, you know Jesus is God, don't you? He said, oh, no. He, he's a good man. He's a good teacher. Wait, wait a minute. He's a member of a church. Yes, Go to church every Sunday. Yes, sir. Working in the church and don't know who Jesus is. Okay, let me, y'all didn't get with me there. Y'all didn't get with me. I'm sitting in Bible college, going to class with a young lady that's been in a number of my classes, and just some, that's by happenstance, just by accident. I asked her because I heard someone she was talking about. She used to study with the Jehovah's Witnesses. She's been going to a Pentecostal church. She's in Bible class, been going to school for years. And I begin to say, you do believe that Jesus is God, don't you? Oh, no. <laughs> don't ever think just because a person go to church, they know Jesus. There are so many opinions about him that sometimes that outward influence about Jesus is affecting the folks who come to church every Sunday. Here Jesus is in the, in the midst of this backdrop and he's saying, we are standing in front of the world view. I want to know, do you know what the world is saying about me? Because somebody is going to tell. I remember sitting in yeah. a classroom, going to school for mechanical engineering, and here I am in a classroom, in a classroom for mechanical material, stripper material. We're supposed to be learning how I-beams and structures, how to calculate their strength so that they can hold a load. And here this man standing here, supposed to teaching us math and all that, and he literally says, I believe the Bible ought to be thrown away. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are literally colleges and professors who are sitting in the colleges, and their main objective is, is to make sure that when your child leaves their classroom, they no longer believe in Jesus Christ. And sometimes it's not you best be careful where you send your child. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know preachers who have gone to seminaries with their believing that Jesus was the only way, came out believing you get to heaven any way you want to. Did you know that 
that the message of Jesus Christ is under attack. Hold on. Let's move from outside. Let's come within. Just because we shouting every Sunday don't mean we know what we shouting about. I mean, don't get me wrong. We ought to know. We, but sometimes we done had a hard week. And you know how you have a hard week and, and you couldn't express yourself at home? But when you get to church, it's, ah! And everybody think you shouting over Jesus. May not be. I hope it is. I believe that the Lord confronts us right where we are. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He confronts our biggest fears. Mm -hmm. He confronts mm -hmm. our biggest struggle. Mm -hmm. He confronts our heartaches. He confronts what the world is saying. He confronts our philosophy for life. I mean, I am, I am never, never cease to amaze me how we can come to church every Sunday and we pick and choose what we want to believe. Yes, the disciples had been with him two, about two years. And sometimes you can be right in the midst with your eyes wide shut. Yes, sir. Yes, Looks open. You don't look asleep. But but haven't you been in church? And your eyes are open. Your body's there. You got the right posture. You even got the Bible open to the right place. But the truth of the matter is, you long gone. You. Don't raise your hand. Because it's a stupid talk. All of us been there long gone. Huh? Long gone. Eyes wide shut. Wide open, but shut. The most critical question of the New Testament is being pent right here. He is saying, I know that outside folks don't know me, but I expect y'all to know me. Y'all yeah. yes, been with me, y'all seen the miracles, y'all seen me preach, y'all have seen, you have seen me. And up to now, yeah, you have walked with me, you have ate with me, you have slept with me. I just want to know. Whom do you, you know, that's personal. I can't, I can't quote my mama on that. I can't quote my daddy on that. You can't quote your pastor. No, whom do you? There comes a time in life where you got to make up your mind about Jesus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just because you come to church don't mean you have made up your mind about him. Hold on. It's easy 
They say, I love Jesus in church. But can you go to school? Can you go on your job? Can you go among your family and still say, I love Jesus? He's the best thing that ever happened. Listen, Jesus is starting the church. This is the beginning of the church. This is the first time he brings up the church. And if anybody was supposed to get it right, they had to get it right. My brother and sister, if anybody got to get it right, we got to get it right. Listen, we may differ in our side doctrines, but the one thing we got to agree on, his name is Jesus. There's no other name under heaven by which we must be. But we're not a shit. Listen, just because I'm a Christian don't mean I'm perfect. But I know the one who is perfect. And I've been washed by the blood, by Jesus. And that makes all the difference in. I believe that there are three stages that we got to walk through. The first stage is you got to see. You got to see. Listen to Jesus in, in, in Gospel of John 3, 3. He says, no man can see the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, unless he's been born again. That's what he's saying. Right. Well, that's what he's saying. He's saying, I have to open up your eyes yes, even for you. Yes, 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 see. You came in, Muslim lady comes in a Bible study class. I mean, I mean, I mean, you could tell she's, she's high up Muslim. She grew up Muslim. She told me my, my mama was Muslim. My, my grandmama was Muslim. This is all that I know. She said, I got friends who go to your church, and the reason why I, I'm coming to your Bible study, I want to know what y'all believe about Christ. I want to see how y'all interpret the Bible. Gave her the book, um, what was it, uh, Lee Scroble, Case for Christ. She said, the book is about this thick. She stood up all night reading the book. Called up a friend, they gave her my number. And she said, I got some questions. Why? Because it bothered it went against her teaching. Yes, you see, the Muslims don't understand if Jesus is really the son of God, if he's God in the flesh, why in the world did he die? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You see, their God stands aloof because their God is not personal. They're, they're, they don't have an intimate God. They have a God that maybe he'll let you in. You don't really know him. But you try to do your, your five prayers. You, you try to do that what you're supposed to do. And then when you die, it's left up to. So they, they, they can't see a God that loves us so much. They don't understand a God that is intimately involved in our everyday affairs. 
They don't understand a God that loves us enough that he gave his life for us. They don't understand a God that gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believes in him shall not die. They don't understand the cross of Calvary. They don't understand the blood. They don't understand that he loves us. That they just don't. They don't see. Let me tell you that if you see Jesus, you can't remain the same. I don't know. Help, y'all need to help me with this. I don't know how you can know him and not be in love with him. I should have got more reaction for that. I don't know how you know him for yourself and not know he's the best thing that ever happened. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you can walk with him, talk with him, know that he keeps you in your right mind, know that he carries you. In a time of trouble, know that he makes everything okay. Know that he gives you peace. He gives you joy. Know that he's your way maker. Know that he is. He is. That he is. He's God. I don't know how you can know that and not give him the praise. Yes, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't understand. I'm confused. I'm confused. I don't know how, how, how you can know how good he is and not feel bad when you see it. I, I just don't. Then I think you got to catch something. See? Yeah. If, if, if it's cold, Thank you, Jesus. we have the ability to make a bonfire. And you have the ability to stand just far enough away where you see the fire without feeling the fire. The fire is all ablaze. Now the light of the fire has opened your eyes but you still stand far enough away where the heat of the fire don't there's some folks in the church who see the fire but refuse to get cold Hold on. Don't raise your hand. You know, let me tell you. You see, see, folks that just see the fire stay babies when they ought to be grown. Folks that just see the fire, they allow other folks to get in their way. And they allow, hold on. Then nobody died for you but Jesus. Don't nobody can keep you but Jesus. So why are you going to allow some Two left feet person to stand in your way from getting close. Yes, Lord. I mean, at some point, you got to move folks out the way and get as close to Jesus as you pop. I mean, I mean, sometimes you got to let past folks see the folks. Yes, Lord. Now, if I'm cold, it makes sense. 
to come out of the it's not good enough just to oh. see the fire yes, thank God oh. you see the fire but you ought to at least get close enough you ought to get close enough that sometimes you 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 Every once in a while, you ought to feel the fire. You can't tell me that every Sunday you just see the fire. Won't you just come on in, get close enough that you can feel the heat? But I want to know. What you have to say. What you have to say about me. It's okay to quote Paul. It's okay to quote your mama. It's okay to quote the pastor. It's okay to quote your daddy. It's okay to quote your sister. But what do you think? What do you have to say? Do you have a good word to say? Is he just okay? Is he better than being just okay? Do you know him? See, the time is coming when everything, matter of fact, is over here, where everything we believe is being challenged. They have this Jesus seminar, and they get these so-called experts who has theology degrees, who has all these other DDs behind their name. Listen, just because somebody's educated don't mean they know Jesus. Listen, they go get guys that is already liberal and don't believe the Bible themselves. Though they teach the Bible. I know some folks that they can go get that will blow all those folks at the table away. But they don't go get them. They go get some folks who is educated. But is as cold as ice. And they begin to tear Jesus apart, the Bible apart. Because their eyes is wide shut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Help him, Lord. My brother and sister, you have nothing to be ashamed about. Archaeology proves that what we believe is okay because they are finding evidence from the Bible all the time. There's a tablet that was found in the 1949 and the tablet said the house of David when critics used to say that David was a fictitious character. He wasn't for real. But once the tablet was found, they had to change their minds and say he's real. There's towns that they say, well, well, we never heard of that town. The history has never heard of that town. But now what they are doing, they're digging up places that the Bible only speaks of. And now they be realizing that the Bible is more exact than some of their hysterics and more stuff that they have because the Bible is true. All right, 
Jesus, they try to say that he was just a, 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 a figment of their imagination. But there are historians who wrote and said, wait a minute, there was a man named Jesus yes, that claimed to do miracles. We don't know if he's true or not, but he's real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord Jesus. You don't you know that this, at the Romans and the Jews, that they could have found the Bible, that they, if they, if they, if they could have found his body, they would have laid his body out and said, he didn't resurrect. The reason there is no body, because he rose from the dead, and they couldn't find him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have to be able to think your way clear and know that there's more evidence for us than there is against us. And that the truth of the matter is that there's more evidence that there is a God than it is that they're not a God. But we allow folks who don't see to influence our thinking. When we ought to take the Bible as being the fire is burning. Why would you come out out the cold? I mean, it's not good enough to just see the fire. Yes, sir. You need to catch the fire. Hold on a minute. See, because what I believe is if you get close enough to the fire of Jesus Christ, you'll catch on fire. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. You see, because he has a way of reaching out of flames and catching hold of you. So it's not you got him, but he got you. I want to know that. Is there anybody today that got caught hold of? You didn't mean to get that close. But once you taste and see the goodness of Jesus, you now realize he's good all the time. You didn't mean to become a holy roller. You didn't mean to become a Bible stumper. But once you got caught on fire, you can't help your. Is there anybody in the house got that can't help us? And you don't care what anybody has to. You was disturbing me. I was trying to start, and you kept on. What's wrong with you? Are you on fire or something? Do you got the can't help it? Has he been good to you? Has he kept you? I mean, you got started before we got started. You made it hard for us to stop. I was trying to contain myself because I didn't want to start preaching ahead of time. And you, you just messed with me. Won't God mess with you? Won't he start something? Won't he start it? And if they don't shut up, you say, I'm trying to hold it. I'm trying to keep it under control. Shut up. You don't understand. He's been just that good to He will mess you up. Folks would think you crazy or something. You start running, and it seems like there's no reason to run. You start crying and shouting at the same time. There's something about Jesus that makes everything all right. 
ought to see. We ought to get close enough to the fire till you catch. What's wrong with you, Kim? There was no reason for you to act like that. Oh, you didn't think I saw you? I saw you acting up down here. Trying to start something up in here. Going to pop up in here. It wasn't the right time to go pop, sister. But sometimes you can't help yourself. You go pop at the most inopportune time. Excuse me. Well, I have a praise party. Excuse. You can have a party, just the two of you. Jesus and you is a party all by yourself. Don't need nobody else. Jesus will fill the room, and you think the whole room is full of folks, and it's just you and Jesus. Wait a minute. I'm about ready to let y'all go. I can't take y'all today, y'all. You messed me up. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Got to see. Thank you, Jesus. Got to catch on fire. Yes, Lord. Then you have to carry what you caught. Yes, Lord. See, when you find the real thing, you can't keep it to yourself. When you know that you know that you know that you know that you know, you can't stand to let anybody not know. I don't mean to be offensive. But do you know my Savior? Thank you, Jesus. Do you Thank know you, my Jesus. Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. Here you are playing gospel. Man, not in your own mind. Tears are running down your cheek. And I had the nerve to ask you if you're okay. Thank you. <laughs> Am I okay? I'm better than okay. Well, why are you crying? This ain't sad tears. This is joyful tears. I don't understand what you're talking about. Do you ought to know him for yourself. He's good. Not just sometimes, but he's good all the time. Do I have anybody that, that know how to celebrate Jesus? No, well, hold on. I'm going to mess y'all up with this one. I'm going to mess y'all up with this one. There's some folks who want us to cut out service on Christmas. Thank you, Jesus. Thank I said, wait a minute. Isn't it Jesus' birthday? Yes, sir. That's what it is. It's not your birthday. It's Jesus' birthday. Jesus. So how are we going to cut Jesus out his birthday? Come on, sir. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. See, I just messed y'all up because some of y'all wasn't planning on coming on Christmas. But now you're going to feel guilty because it's Jesus' birthday. I mean, I don't know about you. He's been good to me. To me. Huh? To me. No, he's been good to me. No, he's been good to me. Man, I don't want to fight you about it, but he's been good to me. He's been better to me than he's been 
take some? Well, he been good to me. Can he be good to both of us? He been good. I don't know if he been good to you, but I know he been good to me. I know he been good to. I know he. You ought to get in the fight of how good Jesus been to you. You ought to tell somebody. No, 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 no. He been real good to me. No, no, no. He been better now. No, no. Why y'all fighting? We fight over the goodness of Jesus. I know he been good to me. Then after, after we get through fighting, we go out and party with Jesus. Yes, he is. We ought to catch on fire. The church ought to be all Fire. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. Good to me. Oh, yes, he is. The church yes. ought to be close enough yes. to Jesus yes. that you can't help but catch the fire. You ought to be able to tell somebody. You understand. I'm getting closer. Listen. That folks who's standing on the outside. They ought to come on the inside. Oh, don't worry about him. Because if you know what God did for him, you'd be running too. Matter of fact, some of y'all ought to be running. As good as the Lord been to you, you haven't always been where you're at. Nothing but the mercy and the grace of God. Nothing but the mercy and the grace of God. It's been nothing but the mercy and the grace of God. Somebody, somebody ought to catch on fire. Yes, Lord. There's room for you at the fire. Don't watch other people get hot. You get hot. You get closer. And if you're close, get closer. Step in the fire. Catch on fire. It's a good thing to be on fire for Jesus. It's a good thing to be afraid for him. It's a good thing to know that he's your Lord and Savior. It's a good thing. Good thing. Good thing. Very good thing. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. There's something about my Lord, my Savior, my, 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 my. Yes, sir. Closer. Closer. Closer to him. Closer to him. Till you can't help yourself. You start taking off stuff. On the outside, you got a coat on. But once you get close enough, you start sweating in your coat. You start taking off stuff. Because it's getting in your way. I'm getting closer to him. Change start popping. Attitude start changing. Stuff that you used to do. You don't do 
no more. Why? There's something about the fire of Jesus that makes all things fall off. Oh, he's good. Right now, he's good. I know he's good. Somebody, somebody ought to get coming. Once you're in the fire, once you're caught up in the fire, all of a sudden, your hands look new. Your feet do too. You can't help yourself but tell somebody he's good. I'm trying not to say it. He's good. He's real good. Do you know he's good? Do you know, sure you know he's good? I'm trying to contain myself. But it's like fire. Shut up in my bone. I try to be quiet and use my indoor voice. But I hear my outdoor voice. Excuse me while I take a praise break. Thank you. 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 That is given on to us by which we must be saved. It's the name. It's the name of Jesus. I know he's good. Oh, he's good. There's something about the name of Deliverance is in the name. Joy is in the name. Peace is in the name. It's all in the name. Come in out of the cold. There's room for you. Yes, Lord. Get closer. Yes, Lord. To the fire of yes, Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're never close enough, y'all. Never close enough. The fire ought to intrigue us. The fire ought to amaze us. It ought to take our eyes off of everything else. And all we see is Jesus. Nobody can do you like Jesus. Nobody. 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 Is anybody in the house know that nobody can do you? Preachers are going to come. Deacons are going to come. We're going to open up the doors.